Welcome everyone to the Outlaw Wrestling Podcast with the Outlaw Michael Thompson and, and the Whispering Eagle, the one and the only. And tonight we're going to bring you an exceptional uh, array of things. We got Dynamite going on tonight and Whispering Eagle here oh, has tomorrow. done a little bit, or tomorrow night, Wednesday, sorry. Whispering Eagle has done a little bit of homework on some of the matches, so we're going to talk about a few of the matches on Dynamite this Wednesday, which you guys should tune into on... TNT, correct? TNT, yeah. Yes. Think, yeah. Okay, and that would be Dynamite. Yeah. All right, what's the first match we're going to talk about? The first match is uh, Adam Copeland against Christian Cage. Uh, it's for the TNT title, and I'm going to have to go with Christian on this one. Not yes. Christian, I'm going to no, Adam Copeland because... He used a dirty word the other day that you're not supposed to use on television. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, you really got to kind of watch what you say. I'm surprised that there aren't some, uh, I think I posted in the group with you, some dollar signs behind that. I'm sure there was yeah. some fines. Well, you know what's really funny? Because I looked that up, actually. And I'll make my pick here. But what's really funny about that is I did look it up. So most of the networks, because what time the wrestling shows are on, they're on in the later in the evening. So they actually allow more words. Yeah, but and you use the F word. Which, yeah, they allow which some words. I don't words. mind them using the F word, but uh, A and E, I mean AEW is more of a an adult wrestling because right. you hardly ever see any kids like you do in WWE. Right. But I think they bleeped it out. I don't remember it because I may have fallen asleep in between uh, or not paid attention. But he goes, "Oh, by the way." And he said, off. I go, uh oh. <laughs> wow. Well, it's kind of interesting because, you know, uh, this him and this Christian Cage and them getting him in a title match because originally when he came to AEW, uh, it wasn't the original plan was for him to get with Christian mm -hmm. and be a team again. Was it not really? Yeah, to he wanted, he wanted to end his career the way he started with his brother, with Christian Cage, you know. So and they grew up together, you know. They grew up in wrestling together, went to the heart. Heart, you know, place, you know, heart uh, dungeon uh, together or wherever they learned how to wrestle. And, uh, they starved together. They, you know, put their money together and bought places, got places to live wherever, you know, whatever they bought, whatever money came they up did. Through the ranks. Yeah, they, when they came up in the ranks. And whenever they made it into WWE, that's when, you know, Vince McMahon just, I guess, don't like. Uh, natural masters of the uh, of the tag teams because it always breaks them up, you know. So, and that to me that that was a bad thing, you know. But what are we gonna do? Well, it's kind of interesting. I'm gonna have to go on a limb here. So, is it Christian Cage? That actually, I thought Luchasaurus was the one that actually. Luchasaurus is supposed to be the tag. Supposed to be the champ TNT champion. But Christian Cage took it over, took it away from him, I guess. I don't know, but. All right, so this is one of the bad things about not watching AEW. And again, we're going to have to start, like, I'm going to have to start watching Well, I'll watch it, but. To keep up on it, but, but I'm just kind of curious how Christian Cage, Cage carries the TNT title. But I thought Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus was the one. Luchasaurus is the one who won it. Yeah, so why isn't Luchasaurus defending the title? I don't know. Okay, this is one of the questions. You AEW fans are going to help. I have to help Whiskery Eagle and I out because I'm a little bit lost on the AEW with that. But if it is for the title, he's going against Christian Cage. I'm going to have to pick Adam Copeland. I think, you know, 
otherwise, why did he come to AEW? But, but if Luchasaurus is involved in that, I'd have to say, I'd have to say, you know, if I was Christian, say, oh, you're taking me on for the title, okay. And after, and, and once he beats him, he goes, well, you, you beat the wrong guy because I'm not the champion. Luchasaurus is the champion, you know. And then I, what I do is spare him and and pin him and <laughs> win the title, you know. But well, what's the next match you got there? Uh, next match is. Tony Storm and Sky Blue for the Women's Championship. I'm going to have to go with, I still have to go with my girl Sky, but not, not Sky, but uh, Tony Storm, even though both of them like to wear them real skimpy uh, female short, short uh, uh, singlets. I tell you what, well, um, I posted every this time I watch that, Sky Blue just about makes me get Sky Blue somewhere <laughs> else, you know, but I'll tell you what. But, see, uh, I'm going to have to go with Tony Storm because Tony Storm is just that that talented. Well, I think this too, isn't she still running around with uh, Sierra too? And uh, I don't know about Ruby Solo. No, she ain't. She ain't friends with uh, Sierra. Soraya don't like her. And Soraya is starting to take uh, Ruby Soho over. Uh, off too. We'll have to talk about some of that another time. Um, so I'm, I'm well, gonna have to go with Tony Storm on this. Well, one. I posted this video in our group. If you guys want to follow us, we have the Outlaw Wrestling Podcast group, and we have a chat room in there. You guys are welcome to join. The chat room it is open 24/7. Uh, though for most of us, we are participating mostly on Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. But Whispering Eagle would love you to join them on. Uh, well, some, dynamite or sometimes collision. I do it, sometimes I don't. Yeah. I, just, if you come in the room, we have it set up so we can see that you're in the room, well, and we'll we'll come in and chat as, with as, you. As, as long as soon as I hear ding, because I got it where it sounds like a bell going off whenever somebody uh, comes in. So whenever you you can say hello, I'll go and I'll hear it go ding, and I'll come in. I'll come in and say hello, welcome to. Outlaw Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, if you guys yeah. are more than welcome to join the chat room on any night of any show, uh, we talk about all entertainment wrestling, so I'm just putting that out there. But I think I'm going to, um, what I was going to say is I posted this video from uh, Sky Blue, and uh, she really had some interesting things to say about Tony Storm in that video. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I should see if I can. She said, bring up. your. Uh, Bring your butler and bring your little blonde bimbo to the ring with you. It, it was quite interesting. Uh, what's the next? I'm going to bring this up, but what's the next match you the got The next there? match is MJF and Samoa Joe versus the Devil's Crew. The Devil's Crew. Now, have we figured out who's in the Devil's Mask yet? Not yet. Um, so they're still going. Are now all the people in Devil's Crew going to be wearing Devil Masks? Uh, they were. I don't know. I think they're wearing black. All black. Um, I'm going to have to pick MJF and Samoa Joe on this one. Yeah, I, I think... Um, but MJF is also uh, s supposed to be severely injured, so... And it's him. He's supposed to be having surgery, but I don't know. Uh, he's got to take on Samoa Joe on the 30th uh, for the uh, world I'll title. i turn this up just a minute. This was funny. Single one of your phases, but this little midlife crisis you're going through is the most pathetic I have seen thus far. But you, you haven't met this sky blue. So bring your little butler, bring your little blonde bimbo, and whatever 
my crap you got off that rope because none of it is going to stop me from taking that championship from you. So I'm gonna have my chin up, my tits out, and I'm gonna shove your shoe right up your ass. Uh-oh. <laughs> Did you hear that? This camera tits out. Shove her shoe right Oh my god, that one happened. <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting match. I have to admit that was like the most uh, I think from now on we're gonna have to um censor uh, AEW. <laughs> I cuss worse than they do, so I was just joking. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was uh, Sky Blue in her interview uh -huh. that I posted in our group. I just I found it. It was entertaining to me. And so was... I'm going to have to pick Samoa Joe and MJF on this one. But they got three guys plus the devil to uh, you know, help help out against it. So I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm still going to have to say Samoa Joe and MJF. Isn't, uh, I thought uh, Samoa Joe and uh, MJF were going up against each other at the next pay-per-view. They are. Yeah. So they're going to tag team together in this, this match? Well, it is. Okay, see? Are they still doing the mixing Hold match? On. Is that it? Samoa Joe walked up to MJF and said, "I want, I want a title shot." He goes, "Okay," and he promised him a title shot at the next pay per view if he was still a champion. And so uh, he was out there making his promo. And, uh, Samoa Joe comes walking out, and says, "Remember you what you promised?" He goes, "Yeah, and I'll wrestle. I'll wrestle you for the, you know the title." He goes, next pay-per-view, December 30th. And he goes, uh, but I'll tell you what, you just became my, uh, became my boy. He goes, I'm going to stick by you 100% until we wrestle for the title. And he goes, he goes, huh? He goes, yeah, I'm going to wrestle with you. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure nobody hurts you. I want you a hundred percent. And Joe wasn't too happy about him accepting this ta this match, this tag team match, but because they they ticked him off enough to come after you know to say yes to the match. So they think maybe it's a setup by MJF to get Samoa Joe hurt by the people. Oh no. Uh uh. Because and we have a little ways to. You know who I think? You know who I think the devil is. I think it's uh, Adam Cole. I thought Adam Cole and, and Jeff were Adam Cole is tag yeah, team they players. are, but don't you watch wrestling closely? <laughs> I do. Closely. But I've, I Hulk haven't watched AEW, so I'm catching well, up no, with you. Even in even in WWE, whenever Hulk Hogan and uh, uh, Hulk Hogan and uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, they'd be sitting there and they got you know Macho Man raises Hulk Hogan's hand, and all of a sudden. Macho Man come across his chops with a clothesline, you know. So, you know, and it, it just depends on what the writers want to do to the, to, to the tag team. Oh, we got some Merry Christmas going on. So what, right. match, what match you got next there, Whispering Eagle? Um, I have got a, a series of seeing uh, AEW right now. They got a thing, the, the gold tournament, the blue tournament, and I think the red tournament. Um, hold on one minute. Um, no, um, and what it is is, uh, I, I don't know what it's leading up to because I haven't, you know, I haven't watched it. Uh, I, I watched it, but I just don't know what it's leading up to. 
shoot. They're like tag teams? Or? Uh, oh, it's a tournament, a uh, singles tournament. But the first, this one, this one here, uh, on tomorrow night's show, it, uh, the first match uh, for the, uh, called Continental, uh, Continental uh, Classic uh, Gold Tournament. And there's three matches for it uh, tomorrow night. The first one is Jay White against uh, Jay um, Jay Lethal. Okay, that would be a good match. Those are both good wrestlers. Yeah, well, it is one of them is called Switchblade, and, right. and Jay Lethal is supposed to be the Black Macho Man. You know, he always comes oh, yeah. out like the Macho Man. But uh, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with Jay White on that. Have to roll with you. I really don't know very much about either entertainer. Well, like Jay, I said. White, Jay White is pretty cool. They call him. He, he's beat about everybody he's went up against, like, except MJF. And he stole MJF's title until it did. He, he says, "If you beat me at you know the last pay per view, right? Yeah, uh, I'll give you your title back." Well, MJF beat him, and now he got his title back. But, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Jay White on that one. Uh, the next one is. Oh yeah, uh, Swerve Strickland versus Mark Briscoe. I saw a little thing about Mark Briscoe putting some uh, videos out there too and saying not to underestimate him. Oh yeah, he's a hardcore wrestler. You know, he's hardcore in his heart. You know, him and his brother were, were you know, they, they do all kind. He does all kinds of dangerous stuff off that ring. He, I've seen him do a flip off of it and land on somebody the other day. You know, off the ring floor onto the floor below. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, um, uh, so I'm going to have to go with that one on that one. And I'm going to have to go with, I hate to say it because I do, because I, I, I like Mark, uh, Mark Briscoe. I think I'm going to have to go with Mark Briscoe. I was going to go with Swerve Strickland because, you know, he was, he did have friends, but, uh, I'm going to have to go with Mark Briscoe on this one. He's pretty I, tough. I think I'm going to try Mark Briscoe on that one, too, I, just because I saw the video of him and uh, kind of thinking of him as an underdog, rooting for the underdog there. The third and final match that I, I, that I found on this page for tomorrow night is Rush versus John, uh, John Moxley. And it's the same. In the same. There's three tournament matches tomorrow night after the two other matches. So, yeah, this is a this is another one of those Continental Classic Gold Tournament uh, matches, and Rush. I forget what he looks like. I think he's a young guy, but I think I think John Moxley can beat the crap out of him. So, I'm gonna have to pick brain. I'm gonna have to go with John Moxley on this one. I haven't really heard a lot about John Moxley lately um, in the AEWs. So, what's been the story with him? Well, he's just. He, 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 I don't guess he wants a title or anything, because every time he gets a title, he he drops it to somebody, you know, or or he gets hurt or you know gets sick or something. But, uh, but yeah, uh, the next thing I have for AEW is the the matches for uh, uh, well, what's the Saturday show? Uh, Collision. Collision. I couldn't find anything on uh, the Rampage. Rampage show. 
I looked it up. I, I even put the date on it, and they didn't say nothing. But uh, on this one, yeah, there's four matches, and uh, the first one is uh, it's the same one, one of those. But this is the blue tournament, and it's Eddie Kingston against uh, Castellano. Okay. Castanoli. All right. Okay, and Castellano. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Eddie Kingston on this one. Okay. Eddie Kingston's pretty good. He's, he's a good wrestler. Uh, let's see. The next one is Brian Danielson versus Andriotti. Oh, that'd be interesting. That's match. gonna be a good match. I would like to see that match myself. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pick my boy Daniel uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And uh, the, the fourth and final match with that, uh, that it's not a tournament. Those three were uh, blue tournaments. And this last one is, I guess, the main event of the evening. And it's Kenny Omega versus uh, Ethan Page. Huh. That'd be interesting. Kenny Omega is very talented. He's really good. So I'm, I'm going to have to go with Kenny, Kenny Omega on that one. Oh, that's, that'll... Yeah, those are some good matches for AEW this week. Yeah. That's a really good lineup for this week. I wanted to, you know, thank you, Whispering Eagle, for looking all that up for us. And yeah. I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about AEW on the show, so we're going to try to do that. I wanted to bring up tonight also, though, is the NXT lineup, and they're headed for a pay-per-view, and I wanted to talk to you about a few of the matches coming up on USA on NXT, and this is happening tonight. So uh, here's the full match card. Uh, for tonight, we got Tia Hall versus Fallon Henley versus Roxanne Perez versus Kiana James for the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge. Uh, last chance fatal four-way match. Any any call in that? I'm going to say Roxanne Perez. I am too because that's the only one I know out of all those that you uh, mentioned. Uh, Kiana James is the tag team chart. Uh, I forget her name. Uh, they just wrestled last night against Tegan Knox and uh, oh, okay. uh, Natalia, and they won. Okay. And I think they're going to probably be the number one contenders to go against uh, Piper Niven and okay. uh, Chelsea. Uh, all right, we got for the men going uh, Carmelo, uh, Carmelo Hayes versus Eddie Thorpe versus Tyler Bate versus Joe Coffey. Men's Survivor Challenge. Last chance, fatal four-way match. The first guy you mentioned. Right? Carmelo Hayes. I think so, too. All right, we got Alpha Academy is going to be on there. Gable, Otis, and Maxine versus uh, Metaphor, uh, Naomi, Dar, Oro, Mendeth, and Lash Legend. And a six-person uh, mixed tag team match. I'm going to have to say the Academy, but they've been losing a lot here lately. And then they have... Um, Baron Corbin is going up against Igella Dragunov. Uh, they're going to have their final confrontation before the pay-per-view as Baron Corbin's going to be uh, facing him at the pay-per-view, uh, which is called Deadline for the title on NXT. Yeah, I heard about that. It's look, they look pretty good. Um, getting, uh, getting Mysterio um, after defend his title against somebody in this? I believe tonight? Mysterio is... Um, it wasn't Wes Lee that won. I don't know if they're doing that. No, it Wesley. didn't mention that they were doing that tonight, but um, I thought they mentioned last night that he was having to. He was going to have to 
put his title up against Wes Lee uh, tonight. He's in the promo, I'm pretty sure. Well, they have some other announcements for tonight, too. They have Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell will be teaming up against somebody, but they haven't named who. Yeah. Um, they're also having a 12-man battle royal uh, to qualify for the Gauntlet Eliminator at TakeOver. Uh, Roderick Strong versus Cam uh, Cameron Grimes. Caden Carter and Casey Kachir to run uh, Ty and She. So there's, um, there's like all kinds of stuff going on. On NXT on that takeover, I wish they would do what do uh, what it was exactly designed for. Back whenever WWE first created NXT, uh, the takeover was when NXT sent their best wrestlers into the main roster to take on Raw one night. Then they'd go over to Smack. They go to hunt down the SmackDown wrestlers and take on the SmackDown wrestlers. They, they actually took over the Raw and took over SmackDown, you know. That's what the takeover was supposed to be. I, I guess I haven't seen them do that in a long time, so. Well, another thing you have to think about, too, is that NXT is going to be switching off from USA, so. Yeah. Um, as of November 7th, they signed a contract with CW Network. Now, uh, they're not going to switch until October. Uh, I think Raw. I think CW should grab Raw. Like they used to have Raw. No, they used to have SmackDown on CW. Uh, I think CW ought to grab Raw too. But because if they don't, Warner's uh, not Warner, but is it Warner Brothers? Right. Warner Brothers is what is looking into uh, Raw. Well, it's kind of interesting because Warner Brothers still hasn't signed with AEW at all. I know. And I haven't heard any more news. And you know, back whenever TBS, whenever uh, WCW was sold to Vince McMahon, we would still be watching WCW today if Warner Brothers hadn't bought out uh, AOL. And whenever they bought out AOL, they uh, said, we don't want a wrestling organization we don't want to own a wrestling organization. So that's when they sold WCW. That's the only reason why you don't have WCW no more is because uh, Ted Turner owned WC, owned TBS, which owned WCW, which uh, when they were sold to uh, uh, Warner, either Warner Brothers or uh, AOL, one of them said they didn't want a wrestling organization. That's why they sold, sold it to Vince. That's a really interesting. Well, since we're about like halfway through the show, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about some coffee. Well, maybe coffee and smoothies. Oh, yeah, Seven Brew. We got our sponsor, Seven Brew. This is unfortunately the last month for Seven Brew with us, uh, as their sponsorship will be ending at the end of December here of 2023. But we will be talking to them in January. Uh, we'll actually be talking to them before January, so maybe they... I'm not saying it's completely done yet, but as of right now, our, our sponsorship contract does end with them on December 31st. So I just want to say thank you for Seven Brew for being our sponsor for the last 
six months. It's been quite enjoyable. Whispering you go, I tried a couple of smoothies oh, there. Yeah. I, Your I, smoothies I are to die for. I don't I'll really drink you. coffee, but maybe uh, I'll have to get you a latte from there because oh, you yeah, like the lattes. I'll get a cappuccino. Oh, I cappuccino. Don't, I don't drink, drink those fancy okay, things Okay, the like cappuccino. That. I I don't like the <laughs> cappuccino. Yeah, I'm not much of a coffee drinker, so I don't well, know. I like, co I like regular coffee with, uh, you know, with uh, French vanilla uh, creamer in it, but but yeah, I'm more of a cappuccino and a, and a chop, hot chocolate guy. But uh, but listen, folks, you know it is a holiday season, and if you're looking for something to get somebody at a you know at an office party or you know something uh, for even an elephant party or you know a white elephant party or even um, a family get together. Grab a grab, go to uh, Seven Brew and grab a holiday a card, you know, a, gift card. one of their gift cards, and uh, have them go to town on on what they can get, man. Because that's actually a really good idea. Because you know, a lot of office parties and stuff, they like put limits on how much you can spend on. Oh yeah, party. yeah, like so twenty like, bucks, something. Yeah, you know, twenty bucks, and yeah, you know, I tell someone, you what, someone in your office that likes coffee or whatever, their their smoothies are worth the money. I mean, what we? Uh, I think next week when I come around, I bring us some smoothies. Yeah, me and me and uh, old uh, outlaw here, we had uh, a couple of this, a couple of, uh, a smoothie a couple of times and. I've never had a smoothie in my life, and oh my lord, how thirsty that stuff was! <laughs> well, our next show, we'll we'll do some smoothies. All right, yeah, we'll, we'll even tell you how it is. You know? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we'll be you're doing our smoothie and talking to you. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just wanted to really say I really appreciate Seven Brew for being our sponsor uh, for the last six months, and it's it's been a, a great time, and and we've like I said, sampled some of their and it's products. It's hard to believe it's been six months too. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I thought um, it was only been four. We're going to be doing another year-end show here pretty soon. So yeah. I won't even talk about that yet. But uh, we are going to be doing, um, well, no, not even because there's no pay-per-views this month. So right. um, we'll probably do a year-end show and talk, just do some memories and stuff. Uh, so halfway through the show, uh, since you brought the w or AEW, I brought some stuff for WWE for us to talk about. And I want to kick off with this. I thought this was kind of an interesting article to to kick off with you know how Jay Uso is also saying always saying yeet I think it's yeet is that how you say it? yeet yeet yeet, yeah, yeet. Oh, we can't say it either because now there's a problem so the WWE got in trouble with the trademark for that uh, apparently there's another owner for that particular word that is trademarked and uh, the WWE got notified about it and Jay Uso will no longer be able to use that word well, you or know put it on his T-shirts. You know what's like going to happen is the people in the audience is going to start yelling it. Well, you know this is this is where I kind of have an issue now. If I was a person, if I was the person that had that trademarked, let's say it was my thing and I trademarked yeah. it, trademarked me, I would go to WWE and say, hey, use it as long as you give me some royalties for it. Who cares? Yeah. Or I mean, this person or let, let me hire your your wrestler as my uh, as a spokesperson. A spokesperson, and when and whenever he says yeet, then I, you know, I'll give him a hundred dollars or something like well, that. It's not just that. I mean, what they could do is they could say, well, yeah, I'll trademark it, but I'll let you guys use it, and I'll just you know get like dividends or commission yeah. from it, you know. I think whoever owns is kind of silly for for telling the WWE. Well, WWE, they're punks too, though. I'll yeah, tell you what. Yeah, that's true. Because whenever me and my friends used to use the uh, same personas and pictures of WWE wrestlers for our role plays, we would get sometimes we we get uh, really bad, uh, 
you know, letters stating that we, you know, if you you need a cease and desist, why? We're 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 playing as our favorite wrestler, you know, but we are using their likenesses because they are our favorite wrestlers that we want to be these people in real life. I I I always wanted to be Kane. I, me and Kane was like, I just felt like Kane was part of me, you know, right. and. And whenever I role played, I role played the most evil cane there was. Then I created my own character with the likeness of uh, whenever he played the fake Diesel, and I, I called him Morbid, and he was even more more scarier than Kane was. I mean, you know, but uh, but yeah, Vince McMahon and them, they uh, but but they 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 didn't mind using our role, our role plays whenever we role played. Cause I've seen a couple of them that they've done on TV, and one of them was mine. Wow! And I didn't get no royalties from well, it. Well, there's often been about four years that we've been doing the show almost now, well, three years. Oh, three years that we've been it's doing been the show. It's been three so far. years. Three years. Holy shit! Cover my language. Damn. <laughs> three years we've been doing the show. Because I know me and you used to talk about wrestling on in the van, you know, and and I and I come up with my little history lesson on pro wrestling. The other day, I, was, I, I did a Springfield history lesson uh, with one of your drivers at Rick. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we so yeah, we're going to next year will be our fourth year doing oh the show. Oh my gosh! And in the three years that you and I have done the show, I can honestly and truly say this because I can go back and pull up the podcast and prove it. But there's been several podcasts and several times where you and I have come up with storylines. Yeah. And they've, I won't say they were exactly the same. But they were very, very, very close. similar. Are close because they do listen to us. And you know, like if you write, if you do something, always tag a professional wrestler into your your or your your like when you put a podcast on WWE on uh, Instagram or something like that. Uh, tag a wrestler in to watch it. You know, uh, because you may not, you can't PM them. You know, personal message them. Because they, they, they lock them down where nobody can write them and cuss them out and say dirty things to them, you know. Right. Uh, but you can you can uh, tag them into something. I always used to tag Vince, uh, uh, Triple H and Stephanie and a lot of the other professional wrestlers uh, into stuff that we've done on our, pay, on our role plays. You know? Not our role plays, but our, our podcasts and stuff, you know. I'll have to look into that. I don't know. Um... I haven't really made and also, that. that's something maybe new. Whenever I made our, our commercials for uh, Instagram and, and all that, I even would tag them onto that, you know, so that way they, they can actually a good idea. know what nights it's on and they can listen to us and get and maybe one day hire us for about two or three days to write about four or five shows for them, you know, and and if we wrote wrote a good if we wrote for them they they would probably fire everybody else you know <laughs> i would hope so i hope we'd make it well let's talk about something that happened on this friday night the last friday night smackdown so we had the return of randy orton which was really awesome to see him come back from his yeah. and everything uh but i wanted to talk about not so much that i thought the end of the match was the most funny thing he RKO'd Nick Atlas. Yeah. And now, so the rumor and speculation is, I saw this story today, uh, apparently Nick Atlas is going to find him some uh, dollar signs. What do you think the fine from Nick to Randy Orton for RKOing? Probably $10,000. i am going to say $10,000. think 10000 Yeah. But, you know, you I know don't what know they why. should do. Is what they I, what I don't understand is why he did it. 
You know, uh, did he? Did him and Atlas have a have a bad, you know, uh, fight somewhere else in another organization? You know, because Atlas, I think, uh, he right. was in, he was in uh, Mount, uh, you know, uh, what is it, Mountain Wrestling? Uh, you know, it's a it's an Ohio Valley. Uh, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's something Mountain Wrestling. But anyway, uh, I think he was in there, and I think maybe that's where, uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, Randy Orton ran into him sometime. Maybe he had a, had a, you know, maybe it was a residual uh, hate that he had for him or something. But, or just Randy Orton was or, being Randy Orton. Or maybe he was channeling the, uh, channeling uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin at the time. <laughs> I know, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, I... I I didn't really understand why. I would, Randy Orton, I would love to invite you on the podcast and just explain why you did that. I mean, not that we really need an explanation, yeah. but it'd be kind of curious to know. I, as far as I know, Randy Orton and Nick Atlas have never been in the ring together. And, and, and another thing, you know, uh, Cody Rhodes and uh, Nakamura. Right. That is that, that man, I love it. I love it. I love what they're doing. Okay. Back in NWA wrestling there was a professional wrestler named the great Kabuki and he would come out with nunchucks I even have a sit my dad it's at my dad's house now but but they were like two inches thick and about 10 pounds of nunchucks you know and I and I've hit myself in the head many times with him but he'd come out with a set just like them and he'd whip them around you know and and old uh, uh, Dusty Rose gave your great Kabuki you can come out into the ring and you bring your nunchucks and we'll go to town out there. We'll go to town. It wasn't a pay-per-view then. It was just in uh, Ohio or uh, or South Carolina or Georgia or something like that. You know, it was just a big event that they had. And uh, he had always sat there and do a promo. And then the great Kabuki come out there and start uh, doing martial arts moves and stuff like that. Well, the great Muda, it was billed to be his son. I don't know why Cody got it mixed up. Because his dad never really took on the great Muda. He took on Fuji. I mean, not Fuji, but uh, uh, the great Kabuki. But uh, the great Muda was billed as the great Kabuki's son, you know. Huh. And so when he said it was the great Muda, I was like, Cody screwed up your dad's history. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just didn't remember his back straight. I don't know. Because, I mean, Kabuki did scare people. You saw that makeup that I, I showed you a picture right. of. Yeah, he come out with all kinds of strange makeup. You know, oh, that's what Kabuki, Kabuki actors are, you know. They're Japanese actors, you know. They, they look like puppets, but they, you know, they do their own make. They do makeup. Yeah, they I think, you think Nakamura's going to come out with makeup this next Monday Night Raw? I don't know, but the great Kabuki used to come out and he'd go <laughs> like that. Yeah, he did do that. Shoot green mist. Yeah, he, well, he did the red mist. He did Cody. red mist, yeah. So well, that's why I'm saying it's like like they're channeling the great Kabuki or, you know, great Muda even did the same thing, you know, but I, think, I just didn't like the fact that he said great Muda and didn't give the great Kabuki the, uh, credit but the great kabuki is retired now you know he's like 70 some years old now but 
he, he's, he was wrestling when Ric Flair was in there. Well, the next Monday Night Raw, and we'll be in the chat room for that, too. We're, we are going to get Cody Rhodes and Nakamura, I believe. Yeah. So, I'll tell you what. I would, I, I'd like to be able to talk to Cody Rhodes and try to get him on this. That guy is really a down-to-earth person. Have you ever watched him when he comes out to the ring? He does. He's, he's he, really he friendly. He tries to slap every kid's hand that he can, and he'll sit there and he'll look at this kid and he'll take off his belt and hand it to him. And that and it's just it about makes my my eyes tear up because no, Cody Rhodes to watch awesome those little kids' eyes. <gasps> Dad, look. You know, I'm like, oh, uh, dude, was, man. When, when they did the show here in Springfield, he stayed out for a really super long time during the show, and he was going around the crowd. The only the only problem I have is that they mostly stay around the ring. They don't, you know, it would be nice if they went other places. Just, I mean, the fans right around the ring area get the experience, but the fans that are up in the higher seats yeah. well, you know, really don't get the experience. Right. You know? yeah. So yeah. I think something WWE, and maybe AEW should take a note for me well, on this, too. Get some of your wrestlers out in the crowd and get, you know, let them, let the crowd experience it. I mean, I realize, but in saying this, I also have to say it has to be warned because I forgot who it was, but didn't someone just get attacked by a fan? Weller. Yeah, so it was Grayson Weller. Yeah. So a fan attacked Grayson. Tried to, yeah, he tried to jump the ring, jump the right. yeah, wall. So, you know, in the fact that I'm saying this, you know, that's... It's kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, it's kind of like you and I being in media, you know. You, you go out there and, and you want to, or well, at least for me, like I, I go out and like I have a totally just persona as the outlaw, so this crazy wild guy that goes out and does interviews and all this stuff, and that's how I became the outlaw, you know, and just, and even like in my time, I've had a few people that have, you know, been a little bit scary in my life where I've had to watch out for the fans and stuff. But, Especially with your father's history, you know. Yeah. And and anyway, um, you know you got to really watch the fans there. Oh. So, but I can't say that I blame them. Grayson Waller's kind of a prick. Yeah, I would. I'd have to hit him too when he walked by. I, I just hate that son of a bitch. But anyway, you know, I seen uh, one time the first time I ever got to see John Cena in in uh, live, real life. I mean, in, in live a uh, wrestling match. Me and my uncle were re were, were there, and. You know, they put a thing, they had a thing where they, you know, me and my uncle, we sat in the handicapped section. And and the, they were coming out over here, right in front of us. Oh, cool. And they had this, uh, like this rack, and they had curtains on it. Well, they had to put something over the top of it because the good guys, you know, nobody would spit on them. But whenever the bad guys come by, they'd spit on them. You oh, know, so they would start putting stuff all of a sudden, you see a bald head uh, walking across that thing, and I go, well, I go, Raj, there's Kane. He goes, huh? All of a sudden, he goes, then, 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 you know, like, right. you know the slow chemicals started playing. And then later on that night, after the show was over, John Cena, I'm, I'm telling you, he was sick. I mean, he had a bad, 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 bad cold. He sat there in the ring. He goes, I want to thank you folks for being, for accepting us and for watching our show and having us here in Springfield. He goes, I'm sicker than a dog, man. He goes, but I love putting on a show for y'all. And I just could not believe how how nice he was. And, you know, and I was like, 
that was pretty down to earth right there, you know. John Cena, he's, from what I hear, he's, he's one of those, you know, guys who, he likes the fancy things in life, you know, like nice $1,000 suits and his house has to be spotless, you know, and, and everything, so uh, he probably ain't got no dog in his house, you know, or whatever, but, you know. That, he still loves the fans. He still loves the fans, yeah. Well, I gotta get your thought on this, and I know I'm gonna go to where you don't want to go. <laughs> and I've already had a, we had a couple fans say they know you do not like this person. Um, <laughs> they for sure know that you don't like him. CM so Punk? CM Punk is gonna be going to SmackDown this Friday, wow. and uh, I wanted to ask you. Adam Pierce is pretty adamant about him signing to Raw, so I know you don't really care for CM Punk, but I gotta ask you this: Do you think that? CM Punk will also drop Nick Atlas. Will CM Punk sign with Raw? And I know you don't like him, but where do you think CM Punk now fits in with all this mess? I don't know. I I just I don't want to make a comment because <laughs> I know eventually he's gonna get be a little crybaby and take his ball and run like he normally does. Even though it's probably written in his contract, you can't do that shit. But well, they did put a behavior clause. In yeah, his like like Travis said. Yeah, I was like, well, you know. Uh, but they sit there and they go, uh, uh, I think he, he. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't really. I think what what it should do is Randy Orton should drop him on his fucking head. Pardon my language, folks, but I just hate that guy. It makes me he makes me it makes me mad. WWE brought him back, but I think I think Randy Orton should walk out there and say shake his hand and said welcome to the you know w, welcome back to the WWE, then just RKO RKO DDT W I mean whatever the hell he wants to do. Well, to this him. Friday Night SmackDown could get interesting because there's there's a couple things that I noticed. Uh, a person that has been missing for a long time that we had no clue where Roman he's been. Uh, no, carrying Cross is supposed to wrestle Bobby Lashley for a qualifying spot to go against Logan Paul. Oh. Um, and then the rumor and speculations of right now was CM Punk is supposed to be on SmackDown. AJ Styles is also supposed to be returning. I'm thinking, what, a clash between AJ Styles and CM Punk, maybe? Mm. That would be fine. I could see them too. I could see that would probably be yeah, good. They're, they're, they're about right, about right for each other, yo. Yeah. Okay, well, because whenever CM Punk was wrestling in the ECW with WWE, uh, he was wrestling wrestling in TNA. Well, there's another rumor out there too, and this is a a really background rumor right now, and I don't know if it's going anywhere or if it is going to go anywhere. Or what the talks are, you guys, this is pure rumor and speculation, so don't take this to heart. But I saw this today and I thought it was kind of interesting. CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think it's a bunch of bull crap. But Stone Cold, I don't think, wants to come back again. Because um, him and what's-his-name had an awesome match together, and I don't think he wants to ruin that, you know, um, well, I don't know what the what the animosity between Stone Cold and CM Punk I don't would, either, be, would be anyway. 
I think it wasn't Stone Cold already gone when CM Punk was there. No, he was. He was in. Uh, I can't remember. He was in ECW. Yeah, I can't remember like CM Punk and Stone Cold Steve Austin really. And then there's the thought of CM Punk and Seth Rollins though, and Adam Pearce did go to Seth Rollins, and, and I could tell Seth Rollins doesn't like CM Punk. He hates either. him. He hates him. With a and passion. but the thing is, it, here we go. If Adam Pearce signs CM Punk. Is he gonna sign him to a title shot? And is it gonna be does, at, at Royal Rumble? Maybe? If he does, I'm on. I'm on. Uh, Badmouth Adam Pierce every day of my life until until I die because that is bullcrap. I I tell you what. Well, you know he's gonna offer him a title well, shot. Well, oh yeah. Well, well, you know, whenever I work, whenever I was working, you know, I'm on disability right now. You know, on, on SSI, I I can't work. But back whenever I was working, I got supervisor. You know, I, I was I had assistant supervisor credentials and you know everything like that because I was I had been there quite a while and nobody else wanted a job, so I took it. You know, well they would bring in somebody off the street to be to be my boss, and I look at him. I said, "What the hell are you doing?" You know, and they go, "Well, yeah." Uh, I said, how's he going to be my boss? I said, you know, he goes, well, I, I, I did because I can't. I said, oh, oh, yeah? I made it so hard on him, he, he lasted one day. I mean, I, he, he started telling me what to do. I said, wait a minute. How long have you been here? He goes, just today? I said, yeah. I've been here nine years. Time for you to shut the hell up. You know, because I hate, I, oh, I hate new hires. Oh, my God, I used to hate new <laughs> hires so bad. That's why I don't like CM Punk, because he comes into a wrestling organization thinking that he's going to have all these, you know, he should be able to get all these uh, uh, championship things. That's why I was pissed off at him in the East AE, in the AEW, because he uh, he sat there and as soon as he walks through the door, he's handed a, a world title, you know, and then he keeps the world title after he gets mad and get, gets beat up in the back and gets suspended and then he comes back and they put him on uh, collision then he gets in another fight but he he uh, he did something to the original title uh, they, they gave J, MJF a new title you know or whatever but, but yeah I just, I just don't like that guy at all no more he used to be a likable person, you know, because he did, because he always said he never did drugs, never drank or anything like that, you know. That's why I liked. He had a, he had like a Hulk Hogan, uh, a Hulk Hogan um, uh, thing, you know, say your prayers and, and eat your vitamins and stuff like that. But everybody don't don't know Hulk Hogan used to be a steroid freak like everybody else, you know. So. Well, there's another rumor on, I mean, this SmackDown this week could be really interesting. I, I really think you guys should tune in and join us in the chat room because uh, also rumored right now is the return of Sheamus this Friday night. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. And I was kind of curious what he's going to say about his brawling brutes. I know, they're... they're Rich Holland and... Uh, I'll tell you what, real man, he held his own against... Uh, uh, Watch his name the other night, um, Lashley. Lashley, he did. He held his own against him. I, I couldn't believe how good he was against him. 
Because Lashley should have just been able to throw him all over that ring. You know? uh, Butch has always has been a good, you know, he's always been a good wrestler, entertainer. I just don't really. He's one um, of those in-your-face type wrestlers. Right. He kind of distorts you, makes you like, whoa, 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 whoa what are you doing? Oh, shit. You know, right. You know. So he makes you think. <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, and ever since they've kind of changed this whole, he's built this whole Butch character really well. Mm-hmm. So I can't really see it going anywhere, but I can see Rich Holland, Butch, and Sheamus maybe breaking up and going their own paths. One thing for Sheamus, I mean, you almost have, there, here's, here we go again, and we're going to probably close out the show with talking about this. Um, again, you guys can think however you want. I know some of you WWE fans out there, they're having this, this tournament for Logan Paul with the U.S. Championship, but my issue is Logan Paul is not making appearances. He's not defending the he title. He did the other night. He did the other night, but when's his next appearance? When? How? You I mean, af- after all these people wrestle for him, you know, I I know you're saying give him a chance, and actually, I was one of the first people, and you have to admit this, I was very supportive of Logan mm-hmm. Paul, but he's kind of got my outlaw side now because I think he's become kind of a jerk. Oh yeah, he's a jerk. And he's, he's showing his true colors. And plus on top of that, I have an issue with him having the pin in his hand. And I think that that as far as his boxing and professional career, I don't think he should be allowed to box or be in the ring with this uh, metal pin in his hand that helps his hand be a little bit heavier. You know, Randy Orton's dad his arm was broke most of his career because he always had a cast on his arm every time every time he came out he always had a cast on his arm it wasn't broke but it was he always wore a cast right crown him upside the head with that cast you know well i i, I can't say anything against it because like you said it's the world of wrestling but i'm just saying my reasons why uh, logan paul so this is the thing and I, i'll just even go rick flair he used to i'll go through a short story what logan paul fought roman reigns I was all for Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. I was. He was coming out. I was like, oh, you know what? I can. He, he's really excellent in the ring. I'll give him that. Oh, he's good. He's really good. But he was going down, and I don't know if it was Logan Paul's choice or maybe it was WWE's choice or whoever wrote for Logan Paul. This is where you and I think as writers would become really well because I think they go. I think the WWE actually destroys people in the writing because if it was the WWE writers that all of a sudden decide to make Logan Paul go back to heal him or maybe he's just a natural heel I don't know but I think it was the wrong move if they would have kept Logan Paul going maybe since he lost to Roman Reigns he should have gone after another bad guy then kind of kept him on the good side you know the good face side yeah. I could have like followed but then Logan Paul started using like brass knuckles against Rey Mysterio stuff like that um, so that's kind of like it's kind of like why I'm picking on Logan Paul right at the moment. Yeah, but that's kind of like, what was his name? Uh, he was a little little boxer. He's a well, he was like undefeated in uh, WBC and uh, another rest, another boxing organization, and he took on the Giant. Pulled out Barrett brass knuckles, pow! Popped him upside the head with him, you know. So. That's part of wrestling. Well, that's part of wrestling. Now, yeah. I'm not complaining about that part, but here, here's here's my next complaint. So we talked a little bit about this on the last podcast. But what Roman. I didn't like is how they screwed the LWO up. Right. You know, I didn't like that. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing we could talk about, too. 
Um, let's talk about Roman Reigns in the absence of Roman Reigns, though. But he has been scheduled for some shows. We do know Matt. He will have a match at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, so He's supposed to be against Randy Orton from what I hear. From what I hear, well, Nick Atlas did, in part of the contract that Randy Orton signed with SmackDown, he was promised a match. Well, he said, Nick Atlas said he would allow or give Randy Orton what he wanted, the bloodline. So that could, I mean, but the bloodline could include uh, Solo, could include uh, Jimmy. Jimmy Uso, and it could include Roman Reigns. But here's where my conflict comes up now, is you got Roman Reigns, uh, AJ Styles is going to want a shot at Roman Reigns, you got CM Punk coming over SmackDown, not saying he's going to stay there, does CM Punk get a shot at Roman Reigns, now you got Randy Orton, does he get a shot at Roman Reigns, and a guy that I know you also don't care for, but should be given another shot at Roman Reigns LA is LA Knight. Yeah. So you got these four four people. These are my top four people that I say should get a shot at Roman Reigns. And the only reason why so, I don't like LA Knight is he's a new hire. You know, he's a new hire. I don't like new hires. I just I, I don't think that new hires ought to get uh, title shots within the first four months of their career of their world. You know, of their wrestling WWE career. It's, it's it, to me it's not fair there's guys that's been there put put the shit put their uh lives on the line you know jumping off of the top ring rope onto the floor and all that shit you know and uh they put in their dues and they don't even get a title shot ever in their lifetime you know it took a long time for kane to even get a title shot and he played three different characters in wwe he played Sir, they played Sir Isaac Yankum, Jerry the King Lawler's uh, dentist. Uh, he played uh, the fake, uh, the fake Diesel. Whenever, uh, whenever uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash went over to WCW, Kane played the fake Diesel because that's who uh, the Diesel was. Who uh, Kevin Nash was playing at the time. Uh, then. Uh, then you know he played his own character from that movie he could come in you know uh, but Kane you know uh, Kane never Kane finally got a title shot towards almost towards about about the middle of his career you know he got tag titles yeah but uh, world title no he got he got the intercontinental title once or twice you know but world title he he held one time in his one day Right. So out of this four top people, though, that we're talking about now, and um, yeah, Kane had a beautiful career. Out of the four top people we're talking about, what's your thoughts on AJ Styles, LA Knight, uh, Randy Orton, or CM Punk? Or does CM Punk end up going, you know? Who deserves the title shot right now? Right. Well, AJ Styles is injured, and he's been put on the list for, you know, shelf for a little while. I think... Once you've been put on the shelf, even even uh, Randy Orton, once you've been put on the shelf for a little while, you need to start all over again. You know, uh, I mean, I don't expect Randy Orton to go from uh, being a uh, you know world uh, tag team champion, get hurt and stay off, of, you know, stay out almost. Well, it was over a year. Uh, 
and then come back and become tag team champion again. I don't think that's right, you know. Well, we're not talking about tag team champions. We're talking they're world about champion. I know champion. the same thing, but they're they're all the same. The titles. I mean, they're just titles. I mean, and if you have somebody that like uh, like CM Punk come from one organ go from one organization because he kept getting his ass kicked every every week by somebody else and uh, in real life kicking ass kicking and then he goes into uh, 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 MMA fighting and he, he can't do shit there because he just sucks and you know everybody thought oh he could he's a martial arts expert shit <laughs> he didn't last five minutes in the ring got his ass kicked you know so uh, and now, he, now he's back in professional wrestling again I just, I just, oh, and everybody's accepted him. All, all the fans. So you would oh, say L.A. Knight or you would think L.A. Knight or what? Um, I think A.J. Styles. A.J. Styles, he, he's been there a while. And he got handed the title shot, too. You know, he got handed the title when he walked in, walked through the front doors, too, whenever he showed up to WWE. But you would have to say out of all those, probably A.J.'s the most. A.J. Styles, yeah. He's the only one that deserves it because he's been, he's put in his dues. Those guys, CM Punk's been gone from the WWE for 10 years. Well, we are going to be close to Christmas here, and we are ending towards the end of the podcast here. Uh, Whispering Eagle and I would like you to join us next Tuesday as we talk about more AEW matches, more WWE news and information, rumors, speculations, and all kinds of stuff. And we're going to say, become outlaws because you are wanted. And we love you and have a good one. Bye.